What it is, Joe. What's up? The show's Real Talk Sports. Deontay Smith, once again, I'm with Kagan. He's consistent contributor of the Real Talk Sports podcast. I couldn't make this podcast without him. We've got our weekly rankings. Also talking about our QB records. And this is going to be a uh, pretty pretty smooth podcast. going to go ahead and let you guys uh, dig in. Hope you enjoy. Peace. What's up, Tay, man? Uh, hopping into our QB draft from last week. Uh, last week I finished eight and seven. You finished seven and seven. Um, I brought my season record up to twenty-seven and thirty-three. You're at thirty-four and twenty-five, so made up a little ground, not much, uh, but a little bit. Um, the biggest thing uh, was. Uh, I won the head-to-head, four to three. We had seven head-to-head matchups. Uh, I got a win out of Dak, Brady, Herbert, and Fields. First win for the rookie. Uh, and then my losses were Big Ben, Stafford, and Lawrence. Uh, so uh almost thought I was going to get a Trevor Lawrence win there for a second. I was hoping I would. Uh, I had three matchups against myself. You had three matchups against yourself, so splits there. And then I lost one and won one of my matchups against nobody, which one was Ryan. That was the loss against Washington football team. Uh, you took Fitzpatrick earlier in the year, but he's out. And then I got a win with Wentz, his first of the season against the Dolphins. I took Tua, but Tua is out. And then you got a win with Josh Allen against the Texans, who you took uh, Tyrod, who is also out. So... Uh, you know, looking ahead, uh, I know the Bears have uh, named Fields the starter going forward, which is exactly what I'd hoped to happen, uh, probably even a little faster than I'd hoped it, it would happen, uh, which honestly is probably going to work out for me. Uh, you know, I had Detroit this past week, which is a pretty easy game. Uh, they get into a tough stretch of the schedule here coming up. They got... Uh, Vegas, Green Bay, Tampa, San Francisco, and Pittsburgh before the bye. So out of those five matchups, I think their defense is good enough to win. Uh, I honestly think it's good enough to keep them in the game and and hold them close against Vegas. So I think they could win that one. I think they'll lose Green Bay, Tampa, and San Fran, uh, but possibly also could win Pittsburgh. So I think, you know, looking at two and three over the next uh, five games, then it gets a little tougher again on the back end after their bye week. They come back and face Baltimore. Got another easy matchup in Detroit, but then they got Arizona, Green Bay, Minnesota, Seattle, the Giants, and Minnesota again. So uh, looking at that eight-game stretch there, uh, I think realistically they could beat Detroit. They could beat the Giants. So that's two more wins for me uh, for you know, looking at four or five wins for Fields, which is about what I expected. You know, I expected him to come in much later and hopefully win, you know, four to five games. Uh, that's why I drafted him so late. So uh, we'll see. You know, I think he progressed a little this week, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, I have him going up against you have Carr. So looking at this week, we have five head-to-head matchups. I have Big Ben going against Teddy, if Teddy plays. So, you know, I think he's still on track to play, but I know he's in the protocol uh, Fields and Carr, which we mentioned, uh, Herbert and Baker, 
not good news coming out today about Baker and his non-throwing shoulder. So we'll see how that holds up. Uh, Jimmy G and Murray also. Jimmy Actually, Jimmy G's out, so that, that brings us down to four. I, I did forget to cross him out. I think Lance is getting the start there. Uh, so if you get a win out of Murray there, that'll help you. And then we got Wentz versus Jackson, uh, the Colts in Baltimore. So this week, uh, best case scenario, I go one and four, winning the Herbert matchup, probably. You know, maybe I get uh, two with Fields, like I said. Uh, so rough week probably for me in the head-to-head. Um, I got Brady going against the Dolphins, Winston going against Washington football team. Hopefully I can get two wins there. You have Mac Jones going against the Texans. You'll probably get a win there. Uh, and then I got Stafford versus Wilson, Russell Wilson, Zach Wilson versus Ryan, Tannehill versus Lawrence, Daniel Jones versus Dak. So I got four, and you have four against yourself. So we'll split there. We'll go four and four for sure. So uh, hopefully I can get those two against nobody. That'll get me to six and four. And then if I can win two out of our four, you know, that'll get me to uh, – Eight and four, five, six, seven, eight and seven again. So I need that. Um, you know, you have uh, you have the only undefeated quarterback left in Murray. Uh, so you got that going for you. Yeah, Murray being undefeated was very uh, is very unsuspected. Uh, I expected Mahomes to be the only undefeated quarterback that I would have. Um, so having Murray is nice. And I and I think I know Justin Fields is gonna be rough starting out, but there are some games that he can win. So just having the opportunity to have a quarterback get a victory for you could go a long way. But uh I like where I am sitting right now with the QB record. Um injuries have started to take their toll. Bad plays starting to take their toll on me. And uh you're gonna narrow the gap a little bit this week, I think. But uh wait and see. We both still have one quarterback winless. I have Trevor Lawrence, who's 0-4. You have Jared Goff, who's 0-4. So uh, they've been in some close games, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, but, you know, I'm excited. I'm uh, looking forward to Fields for the rest of the year, see what he can do, see how he progresses. Um, you know, so with that, we'll jump straight into my QB rankings. Uh, so last week, uh, I finished minus 5.8. ESPN finished minus 4.9, so still pretty close to ESPN's rankings. Uh, I had two picks within four. ESPN had five. Uh, and then I had zero dead-on picks. ESPN had one. So pretty good week for both of us last week and the quarterbacks. Uh, so my biggest... Disappointments for quarterback last week were uh, Brady and uh, Cousins. I had Brady at five. He cost me 22 spots. Uh, ESPN had him at four. He cost them 23 spots. Uh, had Cousins at eight. ESPN had him at 12. He finished at 28. So he cost me 20. He cost them 16. But other than that, uh, you know, finished across the board pretty solid. Uh, I had Baker. Ryan, Tannehill, and Darnold in my rankings uh, last week. ESPN did not. They had Russell Wilson, Dak, Heineke, and Burrow. Uh, so 
out of the four I had that they didn't, I finished, uh, I had Darnold at 11, he finished at 3, so plus 8. Baker hurt me, I had him at 12, we finished at 29, so minus 17. I had Hurts at 13, I mean Ryan at 14, sorry. I had Ryan at 14, he finished at 4, so he gave me 10 spots. Had Tannehill at 15, he finished at 20, so he only cost me five. So not bad for the four I had that they didn't. Uh, for the four they had that I didn't, uh, they had Russell Wilson at seven, he finished 13, he cost them only six spots. They had Dak at 10, he finished at five, so gained five there. They had Heineke at 15, he finished seven, so they gained eight there. Then they had Burrow at 14, he finished at 12. Uh, so plus two there for them. So they were a little bit closer to the margin on their four that they uh, had in theirs. Uh, you know, as we mentioned last week, I would have had Burrow at right around that 10 spot. So uh, if we'd have had Thursday rankings in there, I'd have done pretty decent on that. Top uh, 15 for our league this week were Mahomes, Daniel Jones, Sam Darnold, Matt Ryan, Dak Prescott, Jalen Hurts, uh, Henneke, Lance, Rogers, Murray, Herbert, Burrow, Russell Wilson, Josh Allen, Matthew Stafford. So uh, another rookie in there this week with Lance. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see what he can do with some added time with Jimmy G out. Uh, you know, I don't know. I think maybe it might be a changing of the guard. So uh, I didn't get many wins out of Garoppolo before he went down. So that's going to hurt me probably in our QB matchups. But uh, we'll see how it works out. Um, look into this week. Um, my top 15 are Josh Allen, Dak Prescott, Sam Darnold, Lamar Jackson, Pat Mahomes, Kirk Cousins, Tom Brady, Kyler Murray, Russell Wilson, Matthew Stafford, Joe Burrow, Jalen Hurts, Ryan Tannehill, uh, Matt Ryan, and Daniel Jones. Uh, the Stafford-Russell matchup, I think, is going to be a good Thursday night matchup. I think it's going to be a shootout, so I'm really excited to see that. Both my quarterbacks going. Uh, got uh, got some fantasy implications for my team going tonight. Uh, if Carson goes or if he doesn't go, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, and I also have Russell Wilson as my quarterback. So I uh, will be watching that game tonight. Uh Mahomes at five, probably the lowest I've had him all year, I think. Um, you know, that Buffalo defense is tough, man. They are, uh, they are not playing around. Uh, they have allowed, just, just in the first four weeks, uh, week one, QB 27, week two, QB 33, week three, QB 7, week four, QB 38. So the best finish they've had was seven. That was... That was Heineke, uh, and, you know, I really think that's the outlier week there. So 27, 33, 38, you know, it's going to take a Patrick Mahomes-esque to be in the top 10 for a quarterback going against Buffalo, I think. That defense is really good. So that's why I have, you know, Mahomes barely in my top five. Uh, Brady burned me last week, had him up there at five. He finished 27, cost me 22 spots. Um so having him back at seven has got me a little edgy, you know. <laughs> I told you last season he burned me a lot, so hopefully he doesn't burn me this week. Um, you know, you'll see uh, I got Burrow 
uh, ahead of Rodgers. Don't even have Rodgers in my top 15. I do have him as an honorable mention because he's Aaron Rodgers. But uh, I look at that Bengals defense comparative to the Packers, and I think it's a little bit better up front. Uh, They are... Uh, tied for fifth in the league with 11 sacks. So I think the Bengals could have pressure on Aaron, uh, which will limit his ability to take it downfield, which uh, is what they love to do in Green Bay and Adams. So I got Burrow edging him out from the fantasy perspective, but I do think uh, Green Bay still wins that game. Uh, I got Sam Darnold at three. May seem a little crazy, uh, but man, Sam Darnold, he's finished as QB 14, 14, 6, and 3. Uh, last week, he attempted a season high 39 pass attempts. Only a season high by two, but still a uh, season high. I think that's probably a norm, a norm until CMC comes back. So, uh, also got, you know, he's getting a lot of rushing touchdowns right now, which is making him fantasy valuable for us. He's getting the points per carry, so he's taking a lot of those goal line carries. Something that's actually really surprising to see out of him. Uh, He's not really known as being an athletic-type quarterback. But uh, if you have him, man, you're reaping the rewards of those rushing touchdowns right now. Um, You know, another honorable mention, uh, Jameis Winston and Herbert. uh, You know, I think uh, Winston's got a pretty decent matchup this week. Uh, I think he's got... The potential to have a decent week, uh, we'll, you know, we'll see for sure. But I think he's got a good matchup this week. Uh, and Herbert, uh, Herbert's another honorable mention. Uh, I like uh, like his matchup this week too. He's going against. Uh, I think they have um, the Browns, maybe. Yeah, the Browns. So uh, that's you know that's it for my quarterbacks. Uh, you know, Daniel Jones, Cowboys giving up a lot of yards, giving up a lot of rushing touchdowns to the quarterback. I think that's a good week to play him if you if you need someone to play a stream. I think he's worth it. Okay, so a couple must-starts. I think uh, Jalen Hurts is a must-start. He's a third-ranked fantasy quarterback. He can do it all on the ground and through the air. Um He's thrown for 325-plus yards in the last two games, so I expect that to continue. Even though it's a very solid Carolina Panthers defense, I expect them to be playing from behind, and um, that's how he's going to get some garbage yards. Uh, Guys I'm going to probably stay away from, Derek Carr. I don't like him. I don't know what it is, but Derek Carr is somebody I'm fading against the Bears because they are a top half against against the pass, but... I think this is a game that Justin Fields can definitely get for you. Um, another sit, Tannehill, man. I don't expect him to throw it a whole lot. They're just going to hand it off and get it done. Matt Ryan is borderline a sit because of the targets that he's lacking, but I do think he can do enough to get it done. Uh, but moving on to running backs. Uh, last week, I was minus 11.3. ESPN was minus 8.9. We both had five picks within four, uh, and we both had two dead-on picks. My dead-on pick and one of their dead-on picks was uh, Derrick Henry at one. That was a no-brainer last week. Uh, My other dead-on pick was uh, David Montgomery. I had him at five. He finished at five. 
Uh, and their other dead-on pick was Eckler. They had him at four, and he finished at four. I had him at three, so I was pretty close on him. Uh, the guy that cost both of us the most was Dalvin Cook. I had him at four. ESPN had him at three, so he cost me 39 spots. He cost them 40 spots. Uh, the next biggest would have been Chris Carson. I had him at 11. He finished at 44. Cost me 33 spots. Cost ESPN 29 spots. So tough blows for us there. Outside of that, uh, some really good numbers. Uh, you know, zero on Henry. Uh, minus one on Eckler for me. Zero on Montgomery. Minus two on Harris. Plus five on Taylor. Minus three on Henderson. Uh, so pretty close on a lot of picks there. Uh, so did pretty good on running backs. It's a little higher than my season has been, you know, at the minus 11.3. I've been at 7, 9, and 15 the first week. That was pretty rough. But other than that, I've been pretty consistent there. Still pretty close to ESPN, about three spots off. Uh, you know, we, we talked about the over-under on Henry last week, uh, 110 total, 110 and a half total yards. We both took the over. He finished with 157 rushing yards, I think. Uh, so I don't even know how many receiving yards he got, so we got that pretty easy. Uh, one thing from last week that I liked was Barkley seems to be getting a little more involved, involved, uh, which is going to be good for that offense, especially in the past game. Uh, I think he's had six and six targets for the past two weeks, so that's pretty good to see. Uh, and then, you know, I had Patterson at 14. He finished at two. He helped me out, bumped me up 12 spots. That was a big boost. I, I can see another big week for him. Uh, and then, uh, you know, I didn't have Mixon uh, in my top 15. I'd have had him at 8 or 9. He finished at 20, so probably good I didn't have him in there because ESPN had him in there. They had him at 6. He finished at 20. Cost them 14 spots. So uh, looking at this week, uh, my top 15 are uh, Dalvin Cook, uh, Henry, Eckler, Chubb, Zeke, Chase Edmonds, Kamara, Harris, <clears throat> Swift, Barkley, Patterson, Robinson, Henderson, Hunt, and Fournette. Uh, so looking at uh, the number one this week, Dalvin Cook taking on the Lions. You know, I think his down week last week had a lot to do with not being 100% healthy. Not saying he's going to be 100% healthy this week, but also, again, the Lions are giving up six rushing touchdowns to the running back and three receiving touchdowns to the running back. So, still uh, the worst defense when it comes to giving up touchdowns to the running back. So, you know, I think you got to bet on Cook finishing in at least the top three, but I have him as my number one. Um, you know, Derrick Henry uh, is Derrick Henry. You know, he's making me eat my words still. They have a plush matchup against Jacksonville. Uh, you know, I think they'll be in ball control, dominating most of that game. Uh, the, uh, you know, Eckler, he's been a solid play. They're doing really well keeping him healthy. I like him there at three. I do have Chubb and Hunt this week. I know you'll like hearing that. Uh, the Chargers giving up 139 yards per game. Uh, so, you know, I think Hunt and Chubb, are going to have a pretty solid week against that defense. Um, looking at the other side of that Vikings and Lions matchup, uh, 
I like Swift. Uh, I know a lot of people probably scared from the way they used him last week. Offensive coordinator came out today kind of talking loosely, not directly saying, but talking about kind of seeming like they're leaning towards a hot hand approach. Uh, But uh, the Vikings are middle of the road when it comes to receiving. Uh, Not to the running back, they're giving up a couple touchdowns and about midway on the yards. And, And that's the game, that's the part of the game that Swift really excels in. So. As long as he's catching passes, his floor, to me, is going to be still higher than Williams, uh, no matter how good Williams is running. So they're going to be behind in a lot of games, and and Swift seems to be that pass-catching guy. And he's getting the red zone stuff. So I I still really like Swift. Down week for him last week. uh, You know, very disappointing after Campbell hyped him up going into the week. So if you're Swift on you're probably frustrated. But I think you got to ride him out uh, at least another week. Uh, and see how it goes. Uh, you know, I got uh, Patterson moved him up a little this week. Last week I had him in my top 15. I had him at 14. This week I got him at 11. Uh, probably would have bumped him a little more if I'd have heard the Ridley news a little sooner. Uh, so, you know, the Falcons are traveling to London without Ridley and without uh, Russell Gage. So, Someone's got to fill the void there as a receiver. Uh, Patterson's been doing just fine in that role anyway all season, so I can see his usage being upticked a little bit. His snap percentage has been hovering right around 30 to 40 percent. Uh, I can see him really jumping up into the 60, 70 percent this week, lining up out wide a good bit. So we'll see how they use him. Uh, if I was Arthur Smith, that's how I'd use him. So I could see him getting a bump in some usage this week. Uh, And then looking in that same matchup, I got Robinson in my top 15 at 12. It looks like Urban Meyer has finally made one smart decision as a head coach, and that is give James Robinson the ball more uh, because he needs it. Uh, So And Atlanta is a good matchup for that to happen. So Robinson at 12. uh, And then I have Fournette at 15. a lot of that has to do with Miami uh, not being such a great team. I think Tampa is going to be able to get the lead early and hold on to it. Uh, and then uh, Fournette looks to be the lead dog there. And carries definitely the lead dog in receptions. I think uh, they are getting Geo back. So that might cut into his receiving capabilities a good bit, but not much. He's been a proven pass catcher this season, which has been surprising. And, and the Dolphins are kind of middle of the road in that category. So, uh Some honorable mentions for me are Antonio Gibson and uh, Jonathan Taylor. Uh, You know, Taylor is going to get a good bit of work against Baltimore. They've been getting gashed. Uh, And then same with Gibson going against New Orleans. Tough defense, but his his ability to catch catch passes out the backfield, I still really like that. So Uh. I am pounding the Chase Edmonds drum. I want you to start him this week. He's currently ranked 11th, but he is doing it all. If Connor doesn't get those two touchdowns, they fall to Edmonds. He's definitely going to be a top five, I think, after last week. Definitely someone that I would be starting against San Francisco because even though they are playing from behind, he's almost game script proof. Uh, Damian Williams is a running back to think about. They're going to be run. They're going to hand the ball off. Damian Williams of the Chicago Bears. They're going to hand it off a lot to lessen the pressure on Justin Fields. So they get the Raiders behind. 
or if they have positive game script, you can expect Damian Williams to have a pretty solid week this week. Uh, running backs in them sitting, Miles Sanders. Stay away from him. Gainwell is kind of doing it all. There is a running back by committee, and it's just those two guys. And Gainwell is out touching um, Miles Sanders. I'm glad I picked Gainwell up. I'm afraid to start him. I'm going to need something a little more, uh, maybe a game script that I feel is a little more predictable. Uh, but it will likely favor, um, this game script will likely favor Gainwell this week as they are three and a half point underdogs to the Panthers. Um, somebody else I'm sitting this week, Damian Harris. I love him, but I need to see it first. He only got 10 carries in the last two contests. And Brandon Bolton is coming out of nowhere. Uh, Josh Jacobs, I'm also staying away from him considering if they do fall behind, He's not getting any more touches. So I'm sitting Josh Jacobs, Damian Harris, and Miles Sanders this week as far as running backs go. Good week there. So going into tight ends, uh, I had last week a pretty rough week at tight end, minus 18.4. That's the worst I've done. Uh, the lowest I've been is nine spots off, so being 18 is pretty rough. Uh, ESPN also had their worst week. They were 13 spots off. They had one pick within four. I had two picks within four, and neither of us had any dead-on picks. Uh, obviously, the biggest loss here for both of us was Travis Kelsey and Logan Thomas. Uh, Travis Kelsey, we both had at one. He finished at 25, cost us both 24 spots. Uh, Logan Thomas, we both had at 8. He finished at 60, minus 52 spots. So that was the biggest blows there. Um, they, uh, you know, they had some pretty pretty big, you know, we, we both actually had some pretty big blows. Kittle, Hawkinson cost me 17, cost them 16. Uh, Higby cost me 16, it cost them 14, so pretty big blows in the tight end spot this week. It was just kind of all over the place. Uh, I did have honorable mention Jacecki last week, and he finished as a top 10 in our scoring, so hopefully if you had him in your lineup, you, you reaped some rewards. Our other top 10 were Uzuma, Knox, uh, Cook, uh, Mo Alley, Cox, Schultz, Williams, Max Williams making the top 10 again. Uh, Darren Waller, uh, Fant, Goddard, and Jacecki. Uh, you know, a lot of anomalies on this list. Mo Ali Cox, Uzuma, Knox, Max Williams again. These guys are going to be inconsistent. You know, they might pop on this list every once in a while, but they're not going to be here regularly, and they're not involved enough in their offenses for me to keep them in my rankings regularly. So, not really stressing that. Uh, moving into this week's top 10. Um, you know, probably, you know, same with Mahomes, probably the lowest you'll see me have Kelsey all year. I have him at four this week. Uh, Buffalo defense is no joke, as I've already talked about. Uh, so I think it's just a tough matchup for them. Uh, I have Darren Waller at one, Hawkinson at two, Schultz at three, Kelsey at four, uh, Higby at five, Jacecki at six, Jonah Smith at seven, Evan Ingram at eight. Pitts at nine, ten at Knox at ten. Uh, you know, I know I just 
talked about Knox being an anomaly, but he is getting targets against a Chiefs defense that is just terrible against a pass. So, uh, you know, I think they could probably try to take away Diggs or Sanders and key in on those guys, which is going to open up some things underneath for Knox or in the red zone. Uh, Kyle Pitts at nine. Uh, you know, I think this is the week to play him. Uh, Ridley's out. Russell Gage is out. You got Alameda Zacchaeus as your wide receiver one. That's scary to think about. So uh, I think they're going to lean on Pitts a lot. His target share has been there. It's just been reeling in those targets. So uh, hopefully this is the week he starts doing that. Uh, Darren Waller, that offense is running through him right now. Uh, so he's always a safe bet to be up there. Uh, at three, I really like Dalton Schultz this week. Uh, man, uh, I think I'm actually going to have to end up playing him uh, over Ridley in a flex spot this week uh, because of uh, him not traveling with the team. And, you know, I feel comfortable doing that. I'm not worried about that at all. Um, the Giants have given up uh, the most touchdowns to tight ends this season with four. Uh, middle of the road on yards uh, and middle of the road on receptions, uh, but they're up there at four with touchdowns, and you know I think Schultz is a pretty good red zone target for Dak. So I hope that pays off. Uh, Jacecki, I love his involvement with uh, with Bis- uh, Jacoby Brissett under center. Uh, the Bucks are another one. They're you know tied for second in the league to the tight end, giving up three touchdowns. A little bit higher in yardage than the Giants, but it's not much higher, still middle of the road. Uh, But they're second uh, to receptions. So they're giving up second most receptions, second most touchdowns, middle of the road on yards. So I could see Jacecki catching a touchdown, getting five or six passes underneath for maybe like a 40, 50-yard game, uh, which is not bad. You know, PPR, you're looking at 11, 16, 18 points if he catches six passes, 50 yards in the touchdown. So not bad. Uh, Evan Ingram, since he's been back, uh, he's taken on a bulk of the care, you know, bulk of the targets. I think he's getting like six and six the last two weeks. Pretty solid target share. I like that as he gets healthy. Uh, he was pretty good uh, for Daniel Jones earlier in his career. So I think getting him back, uh, they got some questions at wide receivers. Sterling Shepard's still out. Uh, Slayton's still a little banged up, so we can't count on John Ross to go deep every game. So someone's got to fill the void and step up, and I, I like Ingram this week as well. Finally, we're going to talk about some tight ends. And tight ends that I love, I love Dawson Knox because he's he finds a way into the end zone. I like Mike Gusecki because – Devontae Parker likely is not going to play. as like a shoulder and hamstring injury. I don't expect him to play. There aren't – Will Fuller is out. Um, he's injured again. So, Jaseki and Brissett have this connection uh, as Jaseki's the safety valve. So, I love him versus Tampa Bay. Uh, Dawson Knox, I've been pounding the drum for the last three years or two years in Dynasty at least. And um, – He's finally coming along. I'm. I like to see him get more targets, so that, that raises that floor. But getting into the end zone, I cannot be disappointed. He has four touchdowns this season. He's had five his whole career. So maybe he's starting to become a a factor. Um, Kyle Pitts is also a guy that I think is going to be pretty solid. Um, they don't have any other options other than him. 
Patterson and Zacchaeus. I don't know exactly how you said his name best because you are a Falcons fan, but I'm also uh, I'm also going to be. Let me see, Jacecki, Dawson, Knox. Those are my starters. So now we go in Cal Pitts. Guys, we're sitting. Johnny Smith, I got to see it before I play you, dog. Uh, George Kittle, got to see it before I play you, dog. Y'all been disappointing me. Um, I thought athleticism would be on the side of Johnny Smith. I was wrong. But George Kittle, uh, need some more action, dog. I, I, I just can't believe you're falling from tight end one graces like this. We're going to get it together. Uh, and then your favorite, the best for last wide receiver. Uh, last week uh, was, uh, uh, you know, not terrible. You know, we're always, we're in the 20s. We've been in the 20s every week. I finished at minus 24.8. ESPN finished at minus 26.3. Uh, I had two with him, four. ESPN had three. Uh, we both had zero dead on. Uh, like I said, you know, wide receivers is always going to be the hardest to predict. The pool is just so big. Uh, the teams, you know, you never know who's going to get targets, who's going to get shut down. It's uh, just, you know, really hard, really hard to predict. So, uh, you know, looking at it, you know, I had Adams at one. ESPN had him at one. He cost us both 34 spots. He wasn't even really our worst. Our worst was Lamb. Uh, Lamb killed us both. Uh, I had Lamb at 15. ESPN had him at 12. He finished 89, so he cost me 74 spots, cost ESPN 77 spots. So that was rough. Um, outside of that, uh, Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen cost us some spots. Uh, I had him at 2. ESPN had him at 6. He finished at 47, so he cost me 45. He cost ESPN 41. Uh Another big one, Thielen cost me 49, he cost them 49. Uh, Cooks cost me 31, he cost ESPN 30. Uh, so, you know, some some big names there. Uh, what gave them the edge over me by a few points was I had Robinson at 12, he finished 54, he cost me 42. And I had Evans at 13, he finished 28, he cost me 15. So those two kind of brought me down. Uh, they... Uh, they had in their rankings that I did not. Um, they had Williams, uh, Mike Williams in their ranking, who cost them 86 spots. So, you know, rough week for both of us, really. Uh, top 20 for us were Tyree Kill, Debo Samuel, DJ Moore, Terry McLaurin, uh, Johnson, uh, Davis, Cobb, Boyd, Van Jefferson. Uh, that's Corey Davis, by the way. Uh Darnell Mooney, uh, Justin Jefferson, uh, Devontae Smith, Raymond Diggs. Yeah, Raymond, like who? Man, Lions were throwing him a lot. Uh, Hollywood Brown, Galladay, Crowder, John Ross, uh, Parker, and Renfro. So, uh, you know, again, just an inconsistent position. Very deep pool, hard to predict. Uh, Jumping into my top 20 this week. Again, calm with Devontae Adams. Uh, you know, he's it's just hard to bet against, man. He's got the connection there. 
with Rodgers. He's clearly his favorite target. His target share is ridiculous. Uh, two, I have Diggs. Uh, he's been improving his final standings with us every week. He's finally cracked the top 20. Uh, I think this is a good get-right week for him and Josh Allen against the Chiefs. A, I think that game's going to be a shootout. B, the Chiefs' defense is horrible against the pass. So, uh, you know, I really like that matchup um, this week. Three, I have Cooper Cup. Four, I have DJ Moore. Five, I have McLaurin. Six, Hill. Seven, Evans. Eight, DK. Nine, Debo Samuel. Uh, Ten, DeAndre Hopkins. Eleven, Justin Jefferson. Twelve, Keenan Allen. Thirteen, Deontay Johnson. Fourteen, Marvin Jones Jr. You're going to love hearing that. Fifteen, Tyler Lockett. Sixteen, Adam Thielen. Seventeen, Godwin. Eighteen, Cooks. 19, Jamar Chase, 20, Chenault, and uh, some honorable mentions are Lamb, Jamison Crowder, and Christian Kirk. Uh, So for me, uh, starting with, you know, Hill being at six, probably a little low, but that Buffalo defense is is really, really tough. Uh, So uh, Hopkins at 10, I think that's going to be a shootout. Kyler Murray's going to have to throw the ball this week. Um, I think so, you know, we'll see, uh, how that goes, but Hopkins, I've been saying that they got to get him more involved and they're winning without him, but, and as long as they're winning, he's going to be fine. But, uh, I think it could be a shootout with Trey Lance and, and Kyler Murray. So I think it's going to be a fun game to watch. Uh, San Francisco has been, uh, pretty good against the pass. So I think it will be a week to really focus in on your star player, but we'll see. Uh, I have Marvin Jones Jr., man. The injury to chart just really elevates Chenault and Jones Jr. Jones Jr. is officially now wide receiver one. Uh, there you go. I said it. It took a chart injury for that to happen. Uh, but he's wide receiver one. He's going to get the volume, but they're going to use Chenault a good bit, too. You can see it in the game. He went out. They used him out the backfield, threw quick screens to him to get him in space. Uh, so I like the way they're going to use him. I think he's going to have some value. Uh, and again, the Falcons are not very good. So, uh, I can see Jones Jr. Getting the attention of AJ Terrell, who is pretty good. Uh, should not finishing in the top 20. Uh, Jamison Crowder. I liked seeing him come back, get nine targets and a touchdown, finish as wide receiver 17. Uh, so, uh, oh man, I'm. Wrong game. Also, I had Chenault going against the Falcons. They're going against uh, Tennessee, who's pretty bad against receivers themselves. They're uh, leading the league with 944 yards to receivers and eight touchdowns. So, not good against the receiver. But to Crowder, who is playing the Falcons, uh, again, they're pretty bad. He came back last week, got nine targets and a touchdown. I could see Corey Davis drawing the attention of A.J. Terrell, opening up things for Crowder in the slot. So I think he's got a pretty decent week ahead of him. Uh, Debo, man, you know, we talked about it earlier in the year. I was a little high on Ayuk. You uh, talking to me about how Samuel is the lead guy there, and, man, you were not wrong. He's wide receiver three in our scoring uh, through, uh, you know, the first four weeks. I got him at nine, top ten. Dropped him outside a little bit uh, due to Trey Lance. Let's see how he does for a full, full game. Uh, but, you know, this was a DK week for me over Lockett. 
Um, you know, I think uh, it's going to be a shootout, big big plays, which is what DK and Lockett both make, but I could see uh, DK taking the majority of this one. Uh, you know, Jamar Chase, wide receiver one at <laughs> Cincinnati. Uh, he's got a he's got a tough matchup. I know Higgins is coming back, but I like him better with Higgins coming back because you can't really focus on any of the three. You just got to try to take away that whole receiving core. Uh, and then Christian Kirk, honorable mention, he's been pretty solid. Uh, very inconsistent on picking when he's going to play, but I, I like him this week also. So uh, that's all I got for you this week, man. Uh, you know, took my first loss in the league last week. Not looking good this week for me with Carson possibly out and Ridley possibly Well, Ridley is out, but Carson possibly out. So hopefully I can sneak away a win this week and roll on to 4-1. and one. If not... I'm still at three and two, and um, I have to make some moves and see what happens. Wide receivers I'm looking at, Jacoby Myers. I'm starting you this week, dog. Starting Jacoby Myers, starting Marvin Jones. Marvin Jones, finally, you said it. I've been saying it. Now we both believe it. He's the wide receiver one. It did take a shark injury for you to come to the dark side, but, hey, I'll take what I can get, and I hope shark gets back to 100% as soon as possible. But I do like the way you mentioned Chenault being used. He is their version of Debo Samuel. Uh, he can do the, the little toss pass they do. Yards of the catch, yak. Uh, he finds his holes in the zone. He's consistent. Um, the one thing I feel like he can um, improve is going to be learning to uh, to play on the outside, give him a little more flexibility for when guys like Shark do go out. But in the slot, Chenault is definitely um, – should be the first read, but Marvin Jones should be the number one target. Now, another, uh, let me see, I got Jacoby Myers, Marvin Jones, those are the guys I like. Cortland Sutton, he, he got banged up, rolled his, ankle, yet, rolled his ankle in practice, but it's his birthday, so I expect him to have a huge game. And Tyler Boyd, um, everybody focuses on Chase and Higgins, leaving Boyd open. I'm sitting Brandon Cooks this week. I just don't ever like him. And the Texans' only wide receiver option is Brandon Cooks. They just cut Anthony Miller. I expect New England to take away Brandon Cooks this week. Allen Robinson, dog, you're on my roster. I traded for you, and I am starting to regret it. I'm not playing you till I see it. Um, and Odell Beckham Jr., with Baker being in the shape that he's in, I don't expect uh, any Cleveland receivers to be great except for Kareem Punt. He's the only pass-catching Brown that I really like. And uh, those are those are some, some guys that I'm starting and sitting high on, cold on. And hopefully you guys, uh, if any of those are borderline starts or sits, I kind of helped you out. Appreciate K once again. As always, thanks for having me, Tay. I appreciate you all for tuning in. Appreciate Kay for coming through once again. And this has been another episode of Real Talk Sports. Till next time, peace.